is the Odd and Offbeats podcast. Oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Host- now 23% odder. Is it? Why? Yeah. I just did a metric. <laughs> I was trying to sell us, and you're like, no. Nine out of ten doctors <laughs> think that it is very odd. Yes. Uh, we were pod- now, they're, they're just PhDs, not MDs, though. <laughs> they're fake doctors. Uh, we are a podcast hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-necromancer-ish... Louis Fox. That's right. I raise dead people all the time in my house. I like as a necromancer-ish. Ish. <laughs> he sometimes does it. He dabbles in the raising of the dead. In the necromancy arts. <laughs> uh, we are a podcast that shares weird and interesting news stories to make your life more bizarre. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're Super at the bizarre. water. <laughs> <laughs> when you're texting your coworkers at night when you're drunk. Yeah. You can recommend weird news stories for them to check out. See, we don't have coworkers, so we don't know the whole thing. How that works. I feel like there's a lot of group chats. Hangouts and Hang- drives. Yeah, I feel like. like th- I think there's like work parties. Obviously, Taco Tuesdays stem from like, you know, a work-related yeah. event. Thong Thursday, yeah, thong work Thursday. event. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't bring your own, we have some for you to yeah. wear. <laughs> we Se- should do that around here. We should we should have themed office parties. Yeah. yeah. Sexy Sunday. Totally. <laughs> that's what we meant. You know, not, that's what sucks about working for yourself. You don't get that sort of like. That camaraderie. That, yeah. The, the, what do you call it? Camaraderie? Yeah, the camaraderie. Uh, yeah, you don't get the camaraderie. You don't get the, the Christmas parties or. Yeah. You know, my boss is a dick. I know. Yeah. I know. He made me get up at whenever I woke up today. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess you could have a Christmas party. Like, could I have a Christmas party and be like, yeah, three I think, boxes of champagne right off on the taxes? I think you could. Yeah, really? Yeah, so invite me because we work together. Uh, I'll invite you to mine. All right, let's do it. And we'll we'll have this office party. It'll be a destination Christmas party. Oh, yeah, we'll go somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Okay, because if it was just us hanging out here, that might be a little, the worst <laughs> Christmas party ever. We call that Tuesday. <laughs> So what have you been up to? Uh, not much. Just been hanging out at the house. Got a new furnace. Yeah, just sort of kicking it. Nice. Now, you got the Ring doorbell a few weeks ago. I did. You liking it? If you don't know what the Ring doorbell is, it's essentially like a video doorbell that hooks up to your phone so you can get notified when people walk by your house, come in your gate. Kicking your door. The thing is, is that I like it, but I get notifications because I live in a shady area. So I get notifications. And he's like, not talking about the trees. Yeah, in the middle of the night that's like... Hey, a mile away, there's a break-in. It's like, yeah. oh, man. You can turn those off. Mine solved a mystery today. Really? Yeah. How so? My neighbor comes banging on my door, and it's like 11 in the afternoon. Uh-huh. So I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's like, have you seen my dog? I'm like, I didn't know you had a dog. <laughs> I was like, no, I haven't seen your dog. And he's like, I came home, and my roommate's missing, and my dog's missing. Oh, wow. He's in a panic. Oh, geez. So I look on the ring, and I see a guy walking a dog past uh-huh. my place like an hour prior. Yeah. So I'm like, is this your dog with this guy? And he's like, yeah, that's my dog and my roommate. What are they doing walking? I'm like, I don't know. He's taking your dog for a walk. <laughs> I love that his first response is that someone has kidnapped my dog and my roommate. <laughs> instead of instead of my roommate took the dog for a walk. Oh, and the leash was missing too. Yeah, yeah right. And somehow the poop bags have been taken. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> this person lacks in the deductive reasoning. It was pretty awesome when I was like, wah, wah, wah. Oh, that's solving a mystery. Yeah. You said it, this person at ease. Yes. Wow. You should Google <laughs> Google Street View crimes. Essentially, these cars that have 360 cameras, they drive around neighborhoods and all over cities, and they just take pictures so that people can have, apparently, views of from the street. There's been a few occurrences of crime, like people getting robbed. You know, <laughs> There was one guy that saw the thing and he spoofed a murder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you you told me once, and I think even on this podcast, you said that he one guy used go- the street view to get to, out of like a murder. To, to get out of a crime yeah. because he was like, here, this is this picture of me in my yard that Google Earth did. Yeah. He or Google re- View. They were like, view. where are you at 2.30? And he's like, I was at my house. And he's like, can you prove it? And he's like, I remember seeing the Google Street View car <laughs> Fingers <drive> crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I wonder if anyone's ever realized that they were being cheated on while they were away at work by finding another car there or seeing some you know like just yeah. looking at the street you're like what is jimmy doing at my house <laughs> well, once to get back to the ring every now and then i'll peek at the ring to see what's doing and there'll uh-huh. be like a car parked in my carport and i'm oh. like what the hell right? and it was like my wife will be home working it's be like some rando that was like oh i'm gonna pull in here and smoke some weed real quick oh, and then yeah. drive off well uh, doesn't the ring doorbell have a, a voice active so you can be like hey yeah what you doing man yeah usually they're there pretty quick that by the time i'm on top of it because usually I see the car and then I call my wife. I'm like, what's up? Are you yeah. being murdered? And she's like, no. And then by the time I get back to it, they're they're on the way out. Yeah. My priority is it isn't harassing the murderer. <laughs> hey, what you doing, man? Hey, <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> check Google Earth because I'm not here. <laughs> just so you know, I'm not in this house. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the Amazon Spheres, the yep. Bezos balls. Had a crazy interaction. I was with Scotty, and uh-huh. Scotty McQueen was on our uh, podcast a few episodes ago. He was, we ordered coffee, and he said, Scotty, I go, oh, do you want to change it to something like cooler, like Archibald? And I go, can we change the name of the order to Archibald? So they yeah. call the order out, and she goes, I already put it in the system. And we only use real names. I'm like, what the fuck you? How do you know that? How do you know Scotty's is real yeah, name? Yeah, because it's not. And so I started to go, I was going off on her. Like I was like sort of not in a direct way, very passive aggressive. Like, hey, you know, that coffee's not for me. That's <laughs> why That's why we can't have real jobs. <laughs> and uh, he's like, well, maybe she was just joking. And I'm like, fuck that girl. She ruined my day, man. She ruined my day because I was like trying to have fun and be silly. And she was like super mean and annoying and lame. Ah, like, that that those balls for being as quirky as they are are very 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 tight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, because we got in trouble for the kinetic art. Oh yeah, when we went there, we got in trouble for fucking around with something. It was a, a wheel you turned. We've talked about this before. I think. yeah, it's just they're they're stuffy in there, man. Yeah. What do, what do they think is going on here? Wow, you can't build a tourist attraction. And then expect people to behave as if it's not. Well, it's odd because it is, it's not designed to be a tourist attraction. They just allow tours in they, there. They allow guests in there. Yeah. Well, they do tours. Oh, also. do they? Yeah. They, you, can, you can sign up for a tour. I think they do two a day or something like okay. that. But it is weird because it's like, what is this? It's like, it's like having this, it's like building the Space Needle and then being like, Nah, we don't want people going up there. That's yeah, just for, you can't. You know. Don't don't knock on my door and ask if you can uh, <laughs> go up on it. It's like the guy with the art yard, and then being annoyed when people are taking pictures. Well, I was just in Austin, and you been Austin ever? No, it's such a like a because I used you, to hang out with a dude named Austin. <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't in him though. <laughs> 
You said with a dude. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. You know what you do on your spare time is your own business. It's such a. It's a. They call it a weird town, but it's not. It's not like weird in the sense. There's nothing weird about it. It's just like a funky town in Texas, I guess. Right. right? It's, it's like, like some bad meat. It's funky. It's not weird. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm buying some bad meat. I did eat meat there on accident. Uh, <laughs> you eat meat all the time. On but accident. I ordered a veggie burger at a place called the Jackalope, which is right next to the Museum of Weird. Okay. Which is not that weird, by the way. And so they, they're like, oh, because I was wearing a Jackalope t-shirt. They're like, you got to go to this next door, this Jackalope place. I'm like, okay. So I asked the guy, what's your favorite vegetarian thing? He's like, oh, this mushroom burger is really good. I'm like, there's no meat in it, correct? He's like, nope, completely vegetarian. I get it. And I take two bites and I'm like, this tastes a lot like beef. Ah. And I look down, beef, ah. beef under the mushrooms. And I'm like, what is this? He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Did you say vegetarian? I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, dude, that was the whole premise of our interaction. Was getting vegetarian meat. <laughs> if, you, I, if I was him, I would have lied to you. I would have been like, it's that new whatever patty that yeah. is like meat. He's like, that's actually why I like it, because no animals died and it tastes exactly like meat. <laughs> no animals with souls died. And then when I die later that night of like food poisoning or throwing throwing up my everything I've ever had in the last 20 years, he's like, ah, fucker, <laughs> tourist. <laughs> Welcome to Austin, bitch. That was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> but it's not. It's like all people wearing pants that only, <laughs> good, good. Well, no, that only go to their ankles. Uh, like they don't cover their ankles for some reason. Yeah, you got to feel the breeze. Yeah, right. And then they're like wearing like shoes that are look. They're made to look old timey, but they're brand new and look like they have not seen any dirt in their entire life. They look like a pilgrim. Yeah. Without the uh, Kinda. And then their jean jackets and the amount of people that I saw at the Austin airport wearing sunglasses. Like in the airport? Yeah. Like an, an alarming amount of people just rocking sunglasses. I'm like, this town thing is too cool. Thinks yeah. it's too cool. Yeah. Not weird at all. Outside of the fact that it's like people wearing cowboy hats and like old school dresses with like full on sleeve tattoos it's like okay i see yeah no it's 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 become a caricature of itself exactly and it's like but it's not weird it's like everything that's weird about it is imported from like portland yeah something that i saw there was cool is this pile this guy this artist made this giant cathedral of junk and it sounds you say junk and you think oh it's just a pile of garbage but it was but it was this massive cathedral that was just beautiful with hallways and steps and different rooms and thrones and it was um yeah, it was so cool. It's just in this dude's fucking backyard. Yeah. And I was like, okay, there's something that's weird. Yeah, I'm like into that. that. There used to be one uh, not too far from here in Centralia, some guy. And I actually yeah. ran into the guy and he gave me a tour. That's cool. Then it turned out like the guy had some weird backstory <laughs> and they ended up kicking him out of town. He's like, you know, actually, if you could just grab me a beer, it's in the basement down there. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you didn't tell anybody you were coming here, right? Yeah. <laughs> turn off, you got to turn off your cell phone around the sculptures. <laughs> yeah, in Centralia, which is a town just south of Olympia here in Washington, it, the guy did, had some funky yard art, and it was, like, really well done with hubcaps. And well, and he gave silver. me a tour, so, like, everything ha- – like, it wasn't just eye-pleasing junk. There was a story a oh, through line when you went through it. With yeah. Him. I feel like there's a lot – he's like, did when you took the tours, did he give you a tinfoil hat to wear on the tour? No, but I think he was wearing one. <laughs> I think I did it with my daughter, and I think he kept calling my daughter little girl, oh, I and it really creeped me out. I wouldn't have brought my daughter within a two-mile radius of that Well, point. we were just looking at it, and then he came out oh. and offered the tour. Well, yeah, of course. I think he kept going like, he was super old, too, but uh, he was like, 
Have you? Do you know what that is, little girl? Uh, uh, I was like, uh, um. Have you had your vaccination for this? You're yet? like making eye contact with your daughter. You're giving her the nod to the yeah. right. The nod to the right. <laughs> Text mom, we're dying. <laughs> I'll knock him out. You run. <laughs> All right, man. You want to get to the stories? Let's do it. All right. get to some weird news. This story comes from KVOA.com. That's a news source more reliable than a millennial putting in an honest day's work. <laughs> hey, they, if it's eight hours of texting and tweeting, then... <laughs> then they're in. Then they're in. <laughs> they, they are biologically suited for social media consultant, and that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. That's the only job a millennial can actually do a hard day's work. Is, uh... <laughs> oh, I was up all day tweeting. <laughs> Burning the, burning the candle at both ends. So this is kind of a feel-good story, and it well, we'll see if it's funny or not, but it's pretty cool. I like it. Boy calls 911 for homework help. Dispatcher comes to his aid. I would love for him to call and be like, oh, I was thought this was the calculator on my iPhone. I was just trying to figure out 9 plus 1 plus 1. <laughs> I like that they took the kid's call, and they're like, that kid's got his whole life ahead of him, unlike these jerks that are getting a busy signal dying. <laughs> A 911 dispatcher in Lafayette, Indiana, has earned herself extra credit with her bosses after she took the time to aid a young caller seeking help with his homework. He's like, my mom and dad are at the bar drinking. I have some homework due tomorrow. <laughs> Can someone help me out? <laughs> Daddy had three shots. <laughs> Daddy had three shots by seven o'clock. <laughs> How many has he burned off by nine? <laughs> Antonio Bundy, who works for the Lafayette Police Department, answered a call earlier this month from a boy who told her he had had a really bad day and had tons of homework. In the audio recording posted to the department's official Twitter account, because that's important to have for, yes. uh, for a police department. <laughs> it's probably a 911, too. On Friday, Bundy is heard calmly working with the caller who is dealing with a math emergency. Who does he call when he's got a bathroom emergency? 911 <laughs> number two? <laughs> oh. I had a really bad day, and I just don't know, the boy said at the start of the January 14th call. Bundy responded, what happened at school that made you have a bad day? She would be like, where did math touch you on this doll? She's like, not only am I a 911 dispatcher, I dabble in child psychology. <laughs> it was my minor in college. My <laughs> the- major was answering phones <laughs> the boy then informs her i just have tons of homework as it turns out the boy who has not been identified needed help with fractions bundy helped him solve the math problem that he had described as so hard it's like if you're old enough to do fractions you're old enough to know you don't call 911 for fractions yeah right that's the problem it's not that he didn't know how fractions. He didn't know you don't call 911. You Google that bad boy. <laughs> I think this kid is pretty smart, though. You know, no one, It's like, why not call yeah, like, and get some help? My parents' tax dollars are paying for this. <laughs> After this dispatcher helped him, he thanked her. I'm sorry for calling you, but I really needed help, the boy said. And where's his parents in this whole thing? Yeah. He's a latchkey kid. Laugh, Lafayette Police Sergeant Matt Gard told NBC News on Monday that Bundy, who has been a dispatcher with the department since April of 2016, is a very hard worker. She's always been very dedicated to what she does, he said. 
Dispatchers receive hundreds of calls a day, Guard said, adding that the January 14th call happened to come at a time of day when the department's dispatch center was not very busy. Note to kids, that's when you call for your homework help. Yeah, right? They do receive some oddball requests, he said, but this situation of calling asking for homework help, I've been in law enforcement for 13 years and don't know I've ever heard of this happening. I'm sure there's a lot of weirder stuff that's happening, like people actually needing help. Yeah, yeah. Guard said the call was placed from a cell phone that is only able to call 911. Oh, is that, do kids have phones that can only call? Well, any phone that's connected if you don't pay the bill, but it still has a SIM card in it, will call 911. Oh, so like an old phone. Yeah. Gotcha. I hope the phone is like bright red, like the one Reagan used to call Gorbachev. Oh, yeah, the, the nuclear <laughs> phone or whatever. Yeah. It's the, the homework help phone. <laughs> The department does not recommend calling 911 for homework help, Guard told NBC News. But you can call to ask advice on how to tell your husband you're sleeping with your boss. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do. <laughs> um, let me try and call my sister-in-law. She works for 911. This is your sister? Sister-in-law. Sister-in-law. Wait, are you calling her at 911 right now? Yeah, <laughs> her number's easy to remember. 911 <laughs> So have you heard the story about the kid that called 911 uh, to get math help? I haven't heard that particular story, no. What's the weirdest 911 call you've ever taken when you were uh, answering the phone? The weirdest? Yeah. Oh my God, where do I begin? <laughs> um, I, have a few, I have a few that stick out. I had a, a five-year-old Jimmy. He called me at like 5 a.m. I think it was on a Sunday morning. And he needed help. And I said, what do you need help with? And he said, well, G.I. Joe is lost. Oh. And, I said, what? <laughs> and he says, I can't find G.I. Joe. He left. I need help finding him. And did oh, you? was so cute. I and... said, where are your parents? And he said, they're sleeping. <laughs> said, what? Hey, Jimmy, if you go wake them up right now and tell them that G.I. Joe is lost, They'll probably help you. And he's like, okay. And he hung up the phone. <laughs> that was it. Oh, that was pretty cute. Aw. Uh, yeah, so you all are, are semi, like, just general problem solvers when you answer the 911 line, not just emergencies. Oh, I mean, I would say maybe 30% are problem solving, <laughs> and then the rest are emergencies. <laughs> okay. And do you- I had one guy call. He said, I'm, I just got in from out of country. I just arrived at the airport. Could you tell me what time it is? I mean, you have a cell phone in your hand, dude. <laughs> you can't Google. You can't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're in an airport. You can look on the wall. <laughs> right? When uh, when people call with general problems, do you is it a, do you take it upon yourself to help them? Or do you try and defer them to something else, like Google or something? Or do you actually take the time and say, okay, I can help you problem solve this or brainstorm this? Yeah, it's, it just depends on the questions. All right, I'll, I'll give them a break. And then there are others where you just tell them, seriously, you can Google this. Wow. <laughs> so you're saying 30% of people who call are just general humdum questions that don't really have an emergency. Right, yeah. Wow. No, they want to know what time it is. They want to know the hours of businesses or phone numbers to other businesses. Best, best place to hide a body. <laughs> I think people get it confused. <laughs> They're like, what are 911's hours? If I murder somebody, what's the response rate on a, dis- on a resp- first responder? <laughs> what I know. I, I, I think one of the strangest calls I ever got was, one I can remember, is I had someone call from the 7-Eleven. They were the clerk. And they said that they had had someone in their bathroom for 
way too long. And so after that person finally left, they went in there to discover that this person had stolen a pepperoni stick and used it. Used it. Didn't eat it. But used it. How do you know? In the bathroom. How do you know it's used? It. Oh, they left it behind. Uh, oh, it was covered in whatever. In. <laughs> hey, this is a classy podcast. <laughs> Not too long ago, this guy called. He obviously had mental problems. He started off by saying, "I I killed my kids." What? And after asking him a few questions. He said, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I was in the shower, and I was jerking it off, and all my kids came out, and uh. they went down the drain, and I don't know. What do I do? What do I do? Do I scoop them up? What do I do? Do I need to go to jail? Like, he was freaking out. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> Any other questions, give me a call. All right. Thank you. Wow. We d- did a little bit more research to look at if there's any articles um, that sort of share stupid, other unusual calls that aren't emergencies from dispatchers. And here's a few. This is from a different site, boardpanda.com. And they're interviewing dispatchers. Uh, Had another woman call saying her cat was stuck in a tree. I just knew she wanted the fire department to come save the cat. So I got my, that's only on movies and TV speech ready. Then she said, so my husband climbed up to, up to get the cat, and now he's stuck too. <laughs> I like how the, 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 her selling point was the cat, though. Yeah. She's like, ah, he'll, he'll figure it out, but it's the cat that, that's important. Here's another one. This is also from a, a little boy. A, not a 911 operator, but I do work for a kid's helpline. So there's a separate kid's helpline that kids can call. Wow. Uh, I recently got a call from a panicked 11-year-old boy who thought he had locked himself in a wardrobe while home alone. I was on the phone with him for a while before I suggested sliding the door instead of pushing it out like you would when entering or exiting a room. I heard a few sniffles on the other end of the line and then I, a quiet, oh yeah, I forgot the door went like that. <laughs> you know, if I was the, the operator, I'd be like, you're going to die, kid. <laughs> you're, you're so doomed. <laughs> you're in a linen tomb. <laughs> They're going to find you. You're going to be a mummy. You might not die today, but you're going to die. You're going to starve from pushing on a pole door. <laughs> One woman called because she thought her house was being shot at. Turns out she forgot about her eggs boiling on the stove and they exploded. I wanted to give her a hug, though. She was a little old lady. How do you know that? Were you like, oh, hey, lady being shot at. What's your height and weight and age? She can hear, you know, (laughs) decrepancy through the (laughs) Uh, woman dialed 999 to say there were men in her house trying to take her away. The men in question were police officers who had come to arrest her. Wow. Yeah, so like people get, you know, 911, I guess people panic. 911, you know, they don't have the best problem-solving skills, and they use 911 as uh, an option. Yeah, so 999 is the 911 of the UK. Yeah. Also, what German people tell their kids when they can't have something. No, no, no. Oh, 999. Nice. Uh, so this is a good story. I like that, that you know, there's something there, you know. When I'm, when I'm alone at the bar at night and I've been on the road for a week and I haven't talked to a soul, I should just call 911 and be like, hey, how's your day? How, what's going on? How's it going? You're very underappreciated. <laughs> People only call you when crap hit the fan. <laughs> I want to call you and tell you everything's going to be all right. <laughs> I'm drunk and you sound pretty. <laughs> it's like, I'm a dude. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Thanks to Katrina for a spur of the moment call and sharing her poopy pepperoni stick story. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Can you get heartburn from putting a pepperoni (laughs) stick up your bum? Am I still vegan? (laughs) All right.
And now, it's time for Strange Stories from the Time Capsule with Dr. Henry. In the Victorian era, it was popular for people to photograph relatives after they had died, often placing them in lifelike poses. Weird News Stories, pod duh. This story comes from NDTV.com. That's a news source more reliable than an air traffic controller with cataracts. I imagine you have to take eye tests and hearing tests on a regular basis if you're an air traffic controller. I don't know, because then there's all the people with disabilities that they have to make accommodations. To make Us re- blind people <laughs> want to be air traffic. I guess they have you, braille radar. I mean, do you, I, maybe you don't need to. Well, I guess you need to see the radar. I mean, I yeah. imagine there's audible ones. Yeah, that you can do. Because I think you talk to the planes too. Yeah. Are you landing okay? <laughs> <laughs> I can't see you. Tell me what you see. <laughs> you honk, be my eyes. Honk twice for your landing. Okay. <laughs> they got a landing eye dog. <laughs> The dog's just staring at a radar screen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> bark once if they're landing. Bark twice if they're crashing. <laughs> bark three times if it's lunch. <laughs> All right. So this story is uh, its pretty short, and we're going to focus on this particular story, but doing additional research, we found out that this has happened multiple times. Yes. So it goes like this. If you thought pilots had one of the most interesting jobs in the world, this one incident might change your mind. I don't think anyone was thinking pilots are the no, most I interesting think it's job in the world. Pretty boring. Yeah. I mean, you sit there. I'm. Yeah. It's all done on computers now. A pilot from Adelaide, Australia, has gone viral on the internet for spelling out "I'm bored" into <laughs> the sky. According to ABC News, a Diamond Star plane operated by Flight Training Adelaide spent a little over three hours in the air on Tuesday morning to draw the letters over South Australia. The pilot also drew two phallic symbols in the sky. I love this. Apparently, the age to get your pilot license in Australia is 12. (laughs) So it says, I'm bored on top, and then it has two penises with balls below it. And what's funny is that he needs to work on his ease, but his penises are on point. <laughs> they are solid. <laughs> his sky penises are like, <laughs> like that's the one he worked on most. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a weird because everything has to be connected. So like, did he practice this in the winter, peeing in the snow? Yeah, right. Perth now reports that the unnamed pilot was running in a new engine by flying at a particular power setting for two hours when he decided to use the sky as his personal canvas. I wonder if he changes his pilot handle. He's like, I'm now Sky Banksy. Yeah, right. (laughs) If he he loses his job over this, he could just start his own skywriting business. (laughs) But you can only see it through radar. (laughs) (laughs) Or like if he did skywriting, he would, it should be like really sort of obscene skywriting or like, you know, negative, like you're fired or (laughs) I don't love you anymore. (laughs) And then he runs out of juice before it gets to like, I don't love you anymore. Sign Dan. (laughs) Or he's doing sex ed in the sky. (laughs) Uh, Fun fact, he also drew Van Gogh's Starry Night while he was up there. (laughs) That would be amazing, right? (laughs) He, like, writes the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) (laughs) Though his artwork could not be seen from the ground, it was visible to aviation followers watching live flight tracking programs and websites. Who does that? Do you know what's on the internet? 
anything you could want, and you want to watch lines made by airplanes. Yeah. I mean, essentially, you're watching a grown-up Etch-A-Sketch happen. Yeah. Can you imagine if, like, the Nazca lines had, like, big penises? <laughs> Don't, isn't there a... <laughs> no, no. I, not that I've seen. No, there's one with big boobs, though, right? No. Isn't there a... No. A Nazca line with... Yeah. Uh, if you don't know what the Nazca lines are, they're these uh, massive lines that are kind of drawn into the landscape in Peru, and they're just in the middle of the desert, and there's a lot of controversy around them because they're such large scale, and they were made so long ago that people don't know exactly what they were used for, and a lot of the formations that were drawn symbolize spaceships. There's actually a spaceman with a helmet waving. And I've seen this and you can only see it from the sky. Yep. You can't see it on the ground. And so you have to take a plane over the Nazca lines to sort of check them out. Isn't there a dude holding a club? Uh, yes, there is one. There and is he's got a, a giant wiener. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that one. There's the Nazca lines and then there's like, there's another Nazca lines. You need to be 18 or over to no. go view. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the adult Nazca IG. lines. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like when you were a kid at the Blockbuster video where they had the part behind the curtain. Yeah, totally. This is the, the uh, ancient version of that. Yeah. So Flightware website captured the pilot's work and his explicit graffiti, and it has since gone viral online. Here are some of the reactions to the pilot's work. This happened also here in Washington. Yes. And there started a hashtag movement called hashtag sky penis. <laughs> Uh, and I bet the dude named Sky, who was a porn star, is crushed by this now. <laughs> He's like, ah, I used to be the number one search, the number one Sky penis result on Google. <laughs> now I've just lost all my Pornhub clout. And then there's a picture of Sky boobies, and it says, I see they believe in equality. There you go. I like this. And it says, to the pilot that drew a dick in the sky with your plane, you are literally the greatest person and deserve to be promoted over your peers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that the guy who did it, though, in Washington, did it in a Navy, like, fighter jet. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he get reprimanded by the I, Navy? I believe so. Yeah, I would imagine he would. I mean, but that's that's what I want my tax dollars doing. Yeah. Drawing penises. Well, and this the guy who did this, it was only a three-hour flight. And if you're bored in three hours in a plane, maybe you shouldn't be a pilot. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and like... he just got his license. <laughs> so this is all fresh. It's not like, <laughs> oh, I've done this. 10 million times. Like, what would you draw if you could draw something on the radar plane? I don't know. Because everything has to be connected, which makes it rough. You can't get too intricate. Yeah. It is like an Etch-A-Sketch. But I've seen really intricate Etch-A-Sketches. Yeah. Yeah. I'd work on my JFK face, my Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> a jackalope. Maybe yeah. a jackalope would be good. jackalope would be good? Yeah, that could be easily done. I would just make a bunch of scribble. I'd or make a like ball my of yarn. Or en- like my enemy's social security number. <laughs> just... <laughs> Just for people stealing uh, <laughs> identities. It's your new dark web in the sky. Now, I wonder why he just did two penises and balls instead of like something. Else. He had plenty of room on this canvas. Yeah. Um, he could have he could have done some boobies or I mean, he could have done like a classic cat face. Yeah. I'm bored. Looks like it took him some some serious time. Looks like the penises were pretty easy for him. I think he banged out the penises and then it was like, what do I do now? <laughs> I'm bored. I already drove two. I already drew two penises. I'm I was, bored now. I was bored after I did the first penis. <laughs> yeah, the penises are, look like they're pretty easy, but the I'm bored looks pretty intricate. I'm pre- I'm impressed with the I, and I'm impressed with the R. Yeah. Well, he had on that I, he had to do a, like a like a sweet U turn. Yeah, yeah. Totally. That's some stunt flying right there. I know. I so, would love if he spelled it wrong. <laughs> 
B O A R D. So what do we think about this guy? I like people that create art that they know people aren't necessarily going to see. Yeah. Like I love I that. I agree with you. I love that sort of art where it's just like it's made for the lone person who stumbles across it, not yeah. for the masses. Yeah. Well, that's why I love I do the urban exploring where I go into the old abandoned buildings yeah. and I love the graffiti cuz that's not public totally. consumption graffiti. Yeah. It's for idiots who go into asbestos-filled buildings. Yeah, so Civil Aviation Safety Authority spokesman Peter Gibson said to ABC News that pilots drawing pictures was uncommon but not unheard of. So they're agreeing that this is a a regular thing. In 2017, a U.S. Navy pilot drew an enormous phallic symbol in the sky using the condensation trails from his multi-million dollar warplane, which was here in Washington. That's the one we're referring to. And uh, that you can follow Sky Penis on Twitter. Hashtag Sky Penis. <laughs> I think that guy might have gotten fired, too. The, oh, really? The Navy guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you can just fire someone. I think he got reprimanded pretty hard, though. Yeah, I would imagine he would. But I would imagine more people enjoyed it than were offended at it. Yeah. Well, and really, you're like, I was making a rocket ship to promote NASA. Yeah. I mean, think of I all the kids. I was trying to encourage these kids. Yeah, think of all the kids that were inspired it. by this. They're like, hey, I didn't know in the Navy I could I could draw sky penises. <laughs> I could be all I now can I'm be. Now I'm going to sign up. <laughs> I think it's better promotion than the Blue Angels. <laughs> right? In their brochure, it's like, do you enjoy drawing penises? You enjoy, enjoy flying? Imagine drawing penises in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> Join today. <laughs> you're like, loop-de-loop is so old school now. You're like, to a kid, you're like, you want to fly a loop-de-loop? No. I got an Xbox. Yeah. You want to drop penises in the sky? Sign me up. I can see a war being started over this. Like, like an American plane is flying over, like, a- Russia or something, gets shot down. You're like, no, dude, he was just drawing sky penises. <laughs> or, or you vandalize other countries. Like, <laughs> like you fly just, you got to figure out the wind. And you're like, North Korea sucks. And then the wind blows it in North yeah. Korea. Yeah. Or you like fly over the Congo and you just write clean water <laughs> this way. <laughs> Giant penis pointing that way. All right. I, I do. I, I think this is pretty funny. And I hope this guy doesn't get uh, reprimanded, but am worried that if only three hours in the sky, he's bored and is drawing penises, especially on testing a new engine. Yeah. I don't know if I want like, him uh, yeah, uh, at the helm of my 747. Yeah, he's definitely going to work for Southwest. Yeah. <laughs> They are bored before they take off. (laughs) All right. Right, that's it for today, folks. For more information and links to the news stories we talked about, go to the website. That's oddandoffbeat.com, or you can just write it on the bathroom wall. Yeah, please do, actually. If you have a Sharpie or a pen and you are going to business in a public space and you don't mind And you writing, need more information on these stories. <laughs> <laughs> Health, I need to know more about that. If you don't, wouldn't mind graffitiing, uh, www.oddandoffbeat.com. Yeah. Was it like Mark Echo, like the clothing guy, had uh, like spray paint stencils that people did oh that's kind of cool yeah a little guerrilla marketing yeah and i think the whole thing though was he never asked anyone to do it uh or his well, company didn't but i don't 
don't like it because it's already a big business. You know, yeah. it's not like, come on, help the small man out. Yeah. You know, the small, the small business out. Yeah. I would love for like, you don't need, you don't need your Amazon stencil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Be spray painting that. <laughs> Have you checked out Amazon, Amazon's new deals? <laughs> My spray painted. You're spray painting it on the Amazon balls. Yeah, it is. I love Amazon's hiring street artists to do like, the, the, they're very clashing ideals. So we have also a weekly meme contest. If you're uh, new to the program, what that is is we post a funny picture on one of the social sites, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and also our site, oddandoffbeat.com. If you leave a caption, it is a, it is a contest, so the funniest caption wins some cool swag. Yeah, we find some awesome stuff. Uh, I think the last person got some of Matt's belly button lint and yeah, some stickers. Absolutely, and we, uh, we actually are in the process of coordinating some new cool stuff to get yep. out to you. Coming down the product. pipeline. Yeah, so... So there's uh, some things in the works uh, we can't really talk about. Keep it under lock and seal, but very locked down. <laughs> the secrets, uh, but yeah, like, <laughs> top secrets of the world. Where Jimmy Hoffa's bo- body's buried, the recipe for Coca Cola, and what we got coming up. Oh, did I tell you I was on a flight with Kenny Loggins a couple no. weeks ago? Yeah, I was on a flight with Kenny Loggins. Nice. Didn't even know he was Kenny Loggins standing next to me at the baggage claim, and then the guy in the taxi's like, "Did you know that was Kenny Loggins?" I'm like, "No." What's the song? He was a highway to the danger zone. That was Kenny Loggins. Yeah, that's Kenny Loggins, dude. Is it? Yeah, he had a couple hits. I only know that one, but the guy in my cab also. He's got Top Gun money. <laughs> yeah, he's doing uh, yeah, he's play, He was playing an 80s cruise. Oh, he's from Everett. Is he? Yeah, he's yeah. From not too far from here. that, Kenny Loggins. So anyways, folks, if you can, send us your weird news stories. If you have a weird news story about Kenny Loggins, we want to hear it. And there's got to be some local ones. Yeah, if he, absolutely. If he grew up here. Well, he's, they're doing Top Gun 2, and he's re-releasing that song, I think. Uh, but you can send us your weird news stories, your personal stories, anything that's going on with you, some feedback, some ideas. You can do that. Info at oddandoffbeat.com. You can also sign up for our Patreon if you want to help contribute financially to this program. We have a couple different tier systems. We got one dollar, two dollar a month, three dollar a month, yeah, four dollar a month. You can get, and then we have bonuses at the different levels. You can get shoutouts on the podcast. You can yep. get postcards from the road. <laughs> Some magic tricks, and uh, that is a monthly thing that you can do to help us out and does help out the program. Yeah, it's Patreon.com/slash Odd and Offbeat. Yeah, and if you don't want to help financially, that's totally fine. You can help us in another way. You can subscribe. You can comment. You can share uh, one of our posts with yep. your friends and hopefully that can you can bump send up us your thoughts and prayers please do <laughs> we'll, we'll pray for you it's like okay so you're not doing anything to help me is what you're saying <laughs> I will do as little as possible <laughs> I will do help. the exact least amount yeah when people say I'll pray for you it's like you're not really helping you're saying you're you're calling on someone else to help me yeah you're kind of pushing it down the road <laughs> yeah. you're, you're delegating to someone else you're not even helping me you're just saying hey help it's, this guy out it's like my wife's like hey will you take out the garbage i'm like ella take yeah, out the garbage absolutely <laughs> essentially it's the exact i'll pray for you okay so you don't want to help thank you uh where can the fine people see the louis fox show this uh, week from the 26th of march through the 2nd of april i'll be on the bullen dam uh it's hop on in costa rica get off in san diego this is exciting man yeah. i'm excited you get to fly down to costa rica you yeah. gonna spend any extra time down there uh no i go to costa rica and then I think we stop in like Nicaragua. Oh, cool. When yeah. do you when are you in San Diego? On the uh oh, I get back to sorry, the third um, is when I get off in San Diego. And then you fly back to San Diego a couple weeks later. Like a day later. <laughs> we'll we'll get That's to hilarious. that next week. Yeah. 
Nice. Cool. Well, good job, man. That should be fun. I've, I've done that cruise before. It's nice. It'll, Lots of old people. Yeah, it'll yeah. be a good time. It's, yeah, the Holland America uh, Volendam. Yeah, nice. Good on you. I, ho- I hope they make me say it with some sort of accent. Volendam. Volendam. It's Dutch. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah, I was doing it more of a, <laughs> I don't know what, Volendam. <laughs> like kind of Dracula-ish, yeah. I think. <laughs> like modern Dracula, not like old, like... Volendam <laughs> Blah Nice Alright Check that out And where are you going to be? I'm going to be On the Disney Wonder Performing from San Diego also And then I'll be Hitting up Mexico And then I'm hanging out In San Diego For a few days Nice I'm doing the weekend Over there Celebrating uh, Erica's birthday And then On the second I have the Museum Of Curious Things Up at a Library in Snohomish Oh So uh I'm giving you a week in advance if you're listening to this. Yeah, so, uh, you can go. You can go see the museum. You can actually, see the museum, and then you can go to the library and see uh, these things called books. Absolutely, that's actually what my museum is—just like old things that used to be a libraries, <laughs> books, card indexes, <laughs> the little the uh, what's the information things that's with you oh can, the microfiche, yeah, totally, and uh, glasses with the chain that go around your neck, <laughs> silence. <laughs> yeah. Yardsticks. So thanks so much for listening, folks. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, because normal is boring. Today's show is sponsored by Teflon. Even we don't know how we get it to stick to the pan.